And joining us now to discuss the extraordinary step of the FBI seizing New York City Mayor Eric Adams' electronic devices is New York One TV's Errol Lewis. He's the host of Inside City Hall. He's also an attorney and I think one of the best political experts out there. Um, Errol, your reaction to this big news? Oh, well, I mean, look, Rita, it's 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 huge. It's it's really important. Um, it's uh, something I've never seen, you know, I mean, I've been doing this for about 40 years. I've never seen anything like this. Um, the mayor's devices were taken from him by the FBI. They told the mayor's security detail to step aside, apparently, and then took his, his devices. And this happened on Monday. So for a full five days, the mayor never said anything about it, including at an off-topic uh, press availability, a press conference, where he had said he would answer all questions about it and had been asked if he was worried about uh, wiretaps on his phone, which would have been, of course, the exact moment to say, oh, by the way, the FBI took my phone several days ago. Uh, but, he, but he never disclosed that. And, uh, of course, lots of people are wondering why. So there are a lot of questions about what is clearly a very serious matter. And, Errol, you talked about how suddenly the FBI, it came away. It was a Monday night. He was leaving a speech, I think, right at NYU. Kind of walk about the scene of how this went down. Yeah, well, here's what was reported. Uh, the mayor was at an event at NYU, came outside, and uh, was uh, greeted by or encountered the uh, FBI and the federal agents, told the mayor's detail to step aside, got into his SUV, the mayor's vehicle, with him, and took two cell phones from him, and I believe later also took an iPad from him and held on to those devices for uh, a couple of days and gave them back to him on Wednesday. So all of this apparently was, in, according to the campaign, was in conjunction with an investigation, an ongoing investigation uh, about possible wrongdoing in how the money was raised, whether or not illegal contributions were made to the 2021 campaign that elected, elected Eric Adams as mayor. That's And frankly, we don't know a whole lot more about it than that. Well, we do know also, uh, remember, Brianna Suggs, of course, uh, that's, uh, you know, his main fundraiser on his campaign. Her home was raided. Walk about, walk us through this because, boy, it's been like whiplash the last two weeks. Yeah, this is true. It was last week on Thursday, um, early in the morning, the 25-year-old main fundraiser for Mayor Adam uh, uh, got a knock on the door, basically. And there was a group of federal agents there, and they took a number of electronic devices from her home as well as apparently at least one folder uh, with the name Eric Adams on it. So uh, we don't know what that is about, uh, but we know it was sufficiently jarring to the mayor and to his people that the mayor at that time, that same morning, was in Washington, D.C., where he was scheduled to meet with the chief of staff to President Biden and make the case for the help that New York needs to deal with the waves of migrants who have been coming here. And rather than have that meeting, the mayor went directly back to the airport and flew back to New York. Um, he, he's never really been clear about why he did that or what he did after rushing back to New York. But I think we have a better sense now that this was a much bigger deal than they let us know last week. Uh, and clearly the federal agents who, after all, have to get a warrant signed by a judge, they have to get approval from a court in order to do things like go into the fundraiser's home and take uh, financial uh, financial records and electronic devices, and certainly to confront the mayor and take his electronic devices, um, that, that's real serious stuff. They have to have probable cause. They've got to get it confirmed by a federal court. Uh, and they've got to make a, a showing that there's 
probable cause to believe that a crime has been committed. Now, nobody has said that the mayor has committed a crime, and he says that over and over again, and he does, in fact, have that presumption of innocence. But it's still pretty serious stuff. The FBI doesn't move that way and just grab the cell phone of the mayor of New York City uh, lightly. Like I said, I've never I've never heard of that happening for any of the last five mayors before Eric Adams. Yeah, that is exactly. As soon as I saw this, Errol Lewis, my jaw dropped and I thought, wow, this is this is really extraordinary. And just as you said, and you're an attorney, Errol, too. So, you know, there's the steps that a judge gets it and they see, OK, well, oh, my gosh, you're going to go after the mayor of New York City. You would mm. think that they feel like there's something there uh, that at least they're investigating tied to somebody else or him or whatever it is. That's a big step, right? Oh, yeah, sure. It's a big step. And look, frankly, it's it's implicitly ratified or or at least uh, the the mayor's silence on this tells you that there is something there. You know, this whole question about where there's smoke, there may or may not be fire. Well, this sounds like like pretty serious smoke if the mayor never said anything about it and he had no reason to uh, keep quiet about it. I mean, these kind of things always come out, which in this case is exactly what happened. So rather than be proactive and maybe explain to the public what might have happened, uh, he chose to to remain silent. Now, uh, in their explanation today, one of the mayor's campaign attorneys said that they discovered somebody had done something improper. And I think they were just that vague. They didn't say who the person was or what improper even means, and that they brought that to the attention of the federal investigators as well. So I'm not sure if that's relevant. I don't know if it's a distraction. I don't know if it's a defense. But um, there's, there's, they, they themselves are acknowledging that something improper happened in relation to this campaign and that that's partly why the, uh, the FBI and the federal investigators are looking into all of this. And this is all tied to Turkey, a construction company, at least the Brianna Suggs part. Explain sort of they're looking into straw donors, right? Yeah, well, the, yeah, but what um, was reported about last week's arrival at the home of the fundraiser is that the warrant, which some reporters got access to and got to see, the warrant specifies or lays out, you know, kind of what the FBI is looking for and why. And part of the why, apparently, that was reportedly listed in this warrant is that there's a belief that foreign nationals may have contributed money to the campaign. And that's illegal. That's illegal in every jurisdiction in the country. Foreign money cannot go into American elections. Period. Federal law. There's no exceptions. You, you just can't do it. And so uh, that apparently is what they were looking for. There's also a possibility that there were what are called straw donors, meaning you get an eight to one match if you meet certain criteria in making a donation to a New York City politician running for a city office. And one of those criteria is that it has to be a small contribution. So what some people do is They'll actually make a bigger contribution by breaking it up and pretending that five people gave money when, in fact, it's just one person's money. Uh, this comes up almost every election cycle. And this one might not be an exception. It sounds like um, there's at least an investigation or an allegation or a possibility that something like that happened here as well. And the mayor has hired uh, Errol Lewis of some big money attorneys, private firm, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Wilmer Hale. It's a big, big corporate attorney. In fact, you know, what's interesting is the uh, the person who used to be the counsel to the mayor, uh, Brenda McGuire, uh, is who he hired, who's now in private practice. So he had been working at City Hall as a legal assistant to the mayor. He's now in private practice. The mayor went back to him. 
uh, hired him. It'll probably, I imagine, be paid for with campaign money. Um, but, you know, that's what we call lawyering up. And you don't hire somebody from a firm like that uh, just because you think you might have a traffic ticket or something. It's, it's real serious stuff. So everything about this just keeps ratcheting up the seriousness level of it from the mayor racing from Washington to get back here and then not really explaining why to uh, him not disclosing that the FBI has seized his phone to the fact that the FBI did seize his phone to the later admission from the campaign that somebody did something improper to the mayor lawyering up. Um, You know, it's really been quite a week. And of course, what the great fear from some politicians that I've spoken to so far is that he's dealing with all of this personal stuff on uh, these legal issues and not with the business of the city. Yeah, there's and there boy is a lot between, you know, the economic issues, the migrant issues. Um, Errol Lewis, finally, what about the political ramifications? Because um, this is, you know, not an election year right now. I'm speaking of 2023 uh, for the mayor, but... Um, is there already a talk of someone being primary? And I saw that you guys at New York one, you had uh, folks at the Somos conference where a lot of people are. That's right. Yeah. Look, there's, there's two kinds of seasons in New York politics. One is the election season. And then one is the preparation for the election. season. (laughs) Right. People are, people are always raising money. People are always making alliances and and making plans. Uh, We spoke with Senator Jessica Ramos, who um, does not mind being uh, uh, discussed as a possible challenger to the mayor. In fact, she was talking about challenging the mayor in 2025, even before all of this happened. I spoke with her earlier tonight, and she said this really only confirms what she already believed, which uh, this administration has some problems, and there need to, there needs to be discussions about whether or not it's time for a change. So already uh, there is already sense of, well, uh, maybe he's vulnerable. Uh, yeah. I, I would say, by the way, that a lot of that talk is probably premature at this point. Right, um, right, right. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of this information is only a few hours old. And you know how this works, Rita. It's going to take uh, days and maybe even weeks for this information to be uh, confirmed and filtered out to the public and have it take hold. And then and only then will the people who matter, meaning the voters of New York City, only then will they start to, I guess, make up their minds about whether this is important, whether this is disqualifying, whether this is indeed reason to start thinking about uh, a change at City Hall. Uh, all of that takes time. Yeah, it sure does. And in the meantime, of course, the mayor says he has nothing to hide. Uh, let's see where this goes. Wow, wow, wow. Well, Errol Lewis, the great host of New York One's Inside City Hall, attorney and also a political guru. Thank you for joining us uh, here on the Rita Cosby Show on this big, huge news night. Thanks, Errol. Great to be with you, Rita. Wow, very interesting. Thank you so much, Errol. When we come back, everybody, we're going to take your calls. What do you make of this? This is so extraordinary to have the mayor of the biggest city in the United States, one of the most high-profile mayors, 1-800-848-9222, Is this a fishing expedition? Is it more? Is it tied to politics? What's behind all of this? We'll discuss it when we come back. The Rita Cosby Show. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. 
So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.